2: A Mercedes-Benz
0: On the road
2: again
0: Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green.
2: Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. And collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. You know, at the end of the month, it's going to be 10 years, right?
3: You know, its it's hard to believe, but... Um, there'll be 10 years behind us of just spending our entire professional lives guiding and protecting and helping consumers get the best terms possible in a way that they couldn't do without us.
2: You know, and it's, it's one thing that we've never done is we've never, ever mentioned a dealership in a negative light.
3: We think of some of them in a negative way. That's for sure. Now,
2: if you call us, it's a different story if you want to talk about a certain dealership. So I had a radio show listener call me and he mentioned about a problem that he had with a lease. And I explained to him, you know, that I told him where he got the car.
3: In, In other words, not to interrupt, but Gary, based on this gentleman calling him telling him what his and lease it's was.
2: conversations I've had with the guy. Gary
3: knew who had done to him what they had done and then shared with him who it
2: was. Right. So he I mean, understood what he meant. And, and it's, you know, and it's one thing I always warn people. When you lease a car, you are leasing a vehicle that's someone else's property. You are 100% responsible for that vehicle. Just like if you purchased it. Correct. However, at the end of a lease... If there's damage on your car, you are held responsible for it. If you're over on the miles, you are held responsible for it. Just Not. as if you're buying a car, your car's diminished value value is diminished based on the condition of the car. So, when your lease is over, you have a couple of choices. One of them is buy the car. Two of them, two is you trade your car in, which eliminates any disposition fee, any excess wear and tear. The third is you lease return your vehicle. So the most important thing you want to find out when you're 60 days out of your lease maturing, if you're fully intending on returning the car, is you'd like to get the car inspected if that lending institution offers an inspection of the vehicle. Which
3: in almost all cases, that would be the case. So if you're leasing a vehicle and it's about to mature, and in most cases, the lease companies themselves will reach out to the consumers about six months prior to the end and start you know, tickling the idea that the lease is about to mature.
2: And it's also, it's it's the lease company might do it, but for sure you're going to get inundated with phone calls from salespeople and car dealerships. If they're doing their jobs. Right. and. And the scary part about that is a lot of them don't understand the lease return process. So when you give your car back and you think you're all done, and five weeks later, you get a letter in the mail from the bank saying, based on the excess wear and tear in your vehicle and the disposition fee, you owe this much money. It's a hard way to find out. And how do you get out of paying that? You don't. And what happens
3: if you don't pay it? Well, I imagine you'd have a credit issue.
2: You have what's they some of the lenders turn it almost into a a, either a collection or a voluntary surrender. It It wouldn't be good, right? So you're responsible for the car until it gets back to the lender. So you need to make sure when you're giving that car back that you understand what the dealership's doing with it. So when my son's lease was over. There was a couple of dollars equity in the vehicle, and I mean four, five, six hundred bucks, but that was his money. And we now eliminated any ability for them to say, you needed a tire, you had a scratch, any of this. They traded the car in. I did the exact same thing with my daughter's car. Now, there are people that turn their lease car in and they don't understand that the dealership is making the remaining payments. On your lease, and the way for you to figure that out is if it's no trade-in shown on your paperwork.
3: You know, as you talk about this, Gary, there's you know there's a few horror stories that I I could bring up, but in particular, it it is critical that you understand what he just said because there are in conversation there could be a, a misunderstanding that could be incredibly costly. If they're making your remaining payments or agreeing to make your remaining payments or if you're trading it, you have to know that. You must know that or you absolutely should not be in a dealership at all by yourself.
2: You know, and it's, it's – we've talked about it for going on 10 years. We're not selling you anything. We're helping you buy a car. Now, certain manufacturers, when you lease a car – And you turn it in and you buy a car of the same brand. I've seen instances where they, since you didn't lease another car, but you bought something, they still charge you the disposition fee. It could happen. Now, the excess wear and tear part is if you drive a car and you have a 36,000 mile lease and you have 35,000 miles on the car and you turn it in and you've never replaced the tires, you could be in a situation where you have tires that do not meet the requirement to turn the vehicle in with. And the next thing you know, you're getting billed for tires.
3: Well, what you said earlier, it's critical. Um, I, I think the right terminology would probably be like lease return receipt. But what, what you want to do, if, if you're not exercising your option to purchase the vehicle and you have decided to turn it in, you, you want to reach out to the lender. One hundred percent of the time and and let them know that you want to turn in your vehicle, and then they will typically coordinate the the company that does the inspection for them um, they 'll coordinate for them to reach out to you and make an appointment for them to inspect your vehicle prior to you ever turning it in and What happens often, and I think what gary's you know kind of referencing is when people haven't given the forethought to this and they're buying a vehicle without realizing you know, the repercussions of what might happen to the lease vehicle I'll, I'll tell you one of those horror stories from when I was a, a dealer um, and it, it's very sad, in fact I'll tell you two of them one of the circumstances was a, a couple had leased a vehicle and they had brought it back and returned it to us and nobody knew at least no one in management knew And several months passed, and uh, they eventually received a call or a letter from the lending institution um, demanding their car and demanding money. And I don't know why it took so long for the lender to reach out to the consumer and let them know that there was a problem, but their vehicle had been on our lot for five months, and the gentleman who had apparently taken the keys from the person was a salesperson who had only been there a short period of time who didn't know the procedure and he ultimately left the keys on a desk somewhere and the car was forgotten well you can imagine um the how terrible that was. Um, There was another scenario where one of the salespeople at a dealership I worked at decided that he would take the car and he ended up putting close to 5,000 miles on the vehicle between the time the clients dropped it off and the lease company came to pick it up. And so, again, you, you have to know what you're doing and you have to make sure if you do have a vehicle that you have an obligation to what it is that obligation is.
2: You know, and it's, you know, we we talk about the horror stories. You know, I had a client return a car. It was a client of the dealership. It wasn't my customer. So all of a sudden we're at work one day and pulling up to the front of the dealership, three police cars. And they walked into the general manager's office and they then announced the gentleman's name over the loudspeaker to please come to Mr. Burke's office. So in the, and it was either, you know, I'm not even sure if Greg was the GM at the time. And the next thing you saw, they were leading the young man out in handcuffs. Cuffed and stuffed. So he had taken a lease return and he had never filled out the lease return paperwork. So there was a form that I actually helped Nissan design that we filled out, put the VIN number on it, put the thing in and we, we attached the inspection. I would fax those over and within 72 hours, Nissan was picking up the lease returns and taking them to the auction. This woman came in with her inspection with the contract on the new car she bought with the bill that she got from Nissan. Now, the reason that the young man got arrested was he had turned her lease return into his own demo. So he was driving her car on his dealer plate.
3: No insurance. Can you imagine what could have happened?
2: Well, guess what? It happened. Hit and run accident. $5,000 worth of damage, and he had put, Four thousand more miles on the car, which put her over the mileage. Thing. Now, was anybody hurt? Don't recall, but it was a hit and run accident. But the the, the 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 thing why I'm stressing these inspections, based on the fact that she had an inspection report that had been done and that she had bought a new car from the nissan dealership where she originally leased the car nissan very kindly said hey you don't owe us anything as it should be but if she didn't have the inspection report that she had the car inspected that would have been a whole other scenario for her.
3: I think that's a, a good thing, just to make people aware of today, um, and you know, obviously the the ramifications can can be quite serious. From from there, I hope that you have a pen handy. If not, maybe you could grab one. But please, if you would like guidance, help, assistance, we're absolutely free. We don't cost a penny. We we do collect a four hundred dollar flat fee at the end of the transaction. If and when we've completed everything and you're completely satisfied, um, but if for any reason you're not completely satisfied, uh, there is no charge. Gary's number is 602-525-1370. My number is 602-679-8324.
2: Very special thanks to BN and Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Bobby Body and his family, they do a wonderful job. They have a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, and you can reach Bobby on his cell phone at 602-722-9151. The most prestigious and coveted
0: honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award.
4: Make a plan today to get your house checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
3: Welcome back. You know, as I think about things, you know, we we talk about this, you know, once in a while, and I imagine it's something that we need to just touch on again because it's something that I know Gary and I encounter, you know, if not daily, you know, certainly multiple times a week. And that's where, dealerships here in the valley advertise used vehicles online and then clients reach out to us and you know in looking for our assistance and one of the first questions that you know they might ask is how much can we save them over the advertised price at whatever the dealership might be and the reality is the dealership that's advertising the vehicle wouldn't sell it for the advertised price at gunpoint, let alone sell it for less. And that's, you know, it's a frustration because it, it's beyond Gary or my control. We, we can't be responsible for what they do. And when I say that, you know, we, we again share that we, we know who the good guys are. We know who the bad guys are. And we, we don't know everyone, but we literally know thousands of people in the auto industry, Gary and I collectively have spent over 60 years here in the valley in the auto industry learning and, and without, you know, making it too crazy. I, I have, like, as an example, this very sweet lady that reached out to me who was referred to me and she's looking for uh, something like an Odyssey or a Sienna pre owned. And Realistically, she prefers the Honda Odyssey, and that's such a tough one because they're both so darn good. But ultimately, she's kind of specific, and she thought she wanted a touring version because of the features that it encompassed. But she had found like an EX-L um, N, which has a rear entertainment system and a navigation system. It's the model just below a touring, and it had most of the features that, that she wanted and that were important to her. Well, she'd seen it advertised at a Honda dealership here in the Valley, and I won't say which one. And it was advertised for, I want to say, like $24,500 plus or minus. And, you know, logic dictates that if a dealership is advertising a price that, you know, unless they're a one-price store, meaning that, you know, they're like AutoNation or CarMax or Carbana or... There's
2: a bunch of you got Vroom, you Vroom, got this other things exactly.
3: popping up now, Shift. So so unless by design they're, they're a one-price dealership and, you know, there, there's kind of, you know, pros and cons and, and you know circumstances where a vehicle could be at an AutoNation dealership, and I might still be able to help you, and Gary might still be able to help you, but the one thing for sure that they're not doing as it relates to the price is discounting it. Now, how you leave a dealership, if you're trading a car, the interest rate, all these other things matter, but in the case of this Advertise Honda that the young lady had seen um, before actually reaching out to me. Um, actually, we had spoken once, but she, she was in looking, she had run across this advertisement. And instead of having me investigate it or tell me about it, she decided to go investigate it herself a little bit. Well, when she got there, not only was it not 24-5, but it was literally Thousands of dollars more than the price that they had in the paper they, they wanted well in excess of thirty thousand out the door for the vehicle. their supposed shot bill was close to three thousand dollars and it 's one of those scenarios where how on earth as a consumer can you possibly Here, here's a
2: perfect example go ahead all used cars purchased from this dealership, and i 'm not have. Connect and protect for six ninety nine.
3: Connect. What does connect and
2: protect? Who cares? I, who
3: cares? But what Win, the heck what is this supposed to be? For
2: four ninety nine. Lifetime nitrogen for one sixty nine. What is he, here's a a a certain, here? Is the stuff for memory? Here, It doesn't matter what the. It, it's, it's. a play on words. It doesn't matter what the words are. It's the dollar amounts. Six ninety nine. Four ninety It's nine. Twelve hundred bucks is fourteen hundred dollars. Another thousand. It's twenty four hundred dollars roughly in ads on a used car price now that's on an internet price of 10 grand so that means that their advertised price is really 12 4 not 10 grand but it's exactly what and it's why you know when somebody wants my help and they start telling me about used cars that they're finding and they should be able to buy one for that my question is based on what do you think you could buy the car for now, I had somebody call me last week that was looking for a specific kind of pickup truck. And believe <laughs> it or not, he had gone to a dealership where my buddy's a sales manager. And I he, believe it. He, I called the dealership, and they said, yep, he's in our system, blah, blah, blah. We gave him a price of this much. So I said, Robbie, do me a favor. Just tell me what my price will be. So he gives me my price, and it's it's substantially, substantially substantially better it's not a couple of hundred bucks better it's just and we work everything out and all of a sudden the gentleman says to me and this was a referral gentleman says to me hey why don't we just go at four o'clock this afternoon get the car okay great i figure i got a few hours i'm going to jump on my bicycle go for a ride i get a voicemail from him sorry i have to cancel So I called my buddy at the dealership to cancel the appointment. He said, Gary, that's kind of funny because he just sent the text to the salesman that he'll be here this afternoon to get the car. What? So I called my friend that referred this gentleman gentleman to me and said basically, hey, what is he doing? Does he really think that he's going to go in there and say he wants the Gary price? Okay, because I don't give the prices in writing. Okay, I'm not a shopping service. If you want a quote, re- read a book. Okay? Call, call a dealership. Call a dealership. We're not misleading you in any way, shape, or form. My goal is to walk into the dealership, have the numbers presented to you in a very timely fashion, in a very professional way, and get out of the dealership. Well, guess what? The next day, the gentleman, the gentleman called me later in the day and said, Hey, you know, why don't we go tomorrow? I said, okay, why don't you do this? Why don't you call me in the morning when you get up? And if you'd like me to go with you and have my assistance, we'll be happy to do that. So when we show up, it's the gentleman, his brother, and their mom. And the brothers are probably in their 60s. And mom's the sweetest lady in the world. They were so nice to me. And I noticed sitting on the table is an envelope. It says Gary Green on it. So... I sit there and I explain to him that, hey, you know, you're buying this kind of vehicle and you're going to keep it for a while. And my recommendation is to buy some kind of a service contract to cover you for quite a while. OK, the technology in these cars, the, the, the panoramic sunroofs, the heated seats, the navigation system, the backup cameras, the hydraulic running boards. He agreed. He said, yeah, but I don't want to, you know, well, how much is that? Five grand. And I started to chuckle. So when we went into finance and he bought the warranty, he saw value on a couple of other products. So the total of all the products, the total of the five products was less than half of what he thought just the warranty was going to be. And I looked at him and said, now in the future, do me a favor. Don't go anywhere without talking to me if you'd like me to help you. Because as Dana would always say, it's you let the horses out of the barn. He went into the dealership. He was already in the system as a retail customer. I explained to him that the price that I got you is this much better. It would have been even better if you let me start with you from the start. Remember, you can always reach Dana at 602 679-8324. 679 8324. You can reach me at 602 525 1370. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona.
3: I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world.
1: Heroes and worlds. but the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh, see you don't have to be perfect
0: to be the perfect parent
4: just-played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt US Kids in the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back to Your Current Side on on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and you can always reach me at 602-525-1370 can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. want to send that a very special thanks to the r and family of dealerships. You know, and we, we don't really go to all of them. We don't, we don't go to all of them because we live in the West Valley and we don't really go to the East Valley. But like to thank, you know, Joey Staples for his help and support of what Dana and I try to do for our Honda clients. What Chad does at Rodeo Kia to help us with our Kia clients. Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, and David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. You know, and as Dana said, we don't go to all of the Earnhardt stores. We're not employed by the Earnhardts. You don't get paid by the Earnhardts. We get... They support our radio show because they believe... In what it is that we're doing? Well, we'll think it's about found it, Gary. business.
3: Well, let uh, me help I'll help explain that when when we bring a client to a, a dealership, especially if it's someone that that we happen to know who you know, like Joey is an example at the Honda store. Um, First off, at the risk of being redundant, we don't take kickbacks or fees or bird dogs or money from dealerships. That's just not what we do. When we help someone purchase a vehicle, whether it's new or used, whether it's the dealer or private party, at the end of the transaction, the risk of being redundant, we collect a $400 flat fee,
2: which hasn't changed for the 10 years we've been doing this. And guess what? We're like a one-price auto nation store. If you f- don't feel that our $400 fee is not worth it, please don't ask us to negotiate it. Please just say, I don't think this is going to work.
3: Well, and more importantly, if if we weren't in a position to help you save that amount or substantially more. And tell them
2: what the gentleman said to you over the weekend. Uh, we don't mention names, but tell them what he said. Well um there there's a circumstance where a client who in the past um
3: actually radio show listener, that Gary had helped purchase a vehicle a, a few years back and I don't know if the Sentry was a possible mm-hmm. trade-in and he wasn't happy with the offer or how it came about. He had a Nissan Sentry that Dana sold for him. But he somehow he'd asked, you know, I ended up being the person that was asked to sell a vehicle that he owned and I'm sure I sold it, you know, within a few and days. And it was a
2: very, very, very nice car. Like a very low mileage car.
3: And, and I can assure you that like in all cases, he says, I erred in his favor on the calculation. Well, this time he, he wanted to get a new Honda Fit. And the Honda Fit's a, a really arguably a great car in my opinion.
2: $300 markup from invoice to MSRP.
3: Well, that, that's where lies the, the issue. Um, uh, Even though we'd helped him previously and even though, as I shared, Gary had helped him purchase a vehicle and I'd helped him sell a vehicle, um, when he decided that a Honda Fit was going to be his next vehicle, instead of just calling one of us first, he went ahead and went into a dealership, which, you know, no big deal. It's America. He's allowed to do that. (laughs) And while he was there, instead of just determining which was the right vehicle and getting with one of us, he he decided somehow, or maybe the dealership decided, I, I don't know for sure, um, they may have convinced him to negotiate or or perhaps he asked, I, I, I don't know, you know, chicken or egg, who, who did what, but <coughs> they quoted him a, a total that I, I never asked him what it was and, and I, I I didn't care, it wasn't even important to me, but apparently and clearly he would not only went out and looked for the car that he wanted, but he'd also apparently negotiated on the car that he wanted. <laughs> so, when I, when I reached out to Joey at Earnhardt Honda, who is you know great guy, the general manager, and explained what he was looking for, he didn't have one, but he was willing to dealer trade and, and get the car for him. And include all the features that had been added by the other dealer, and then he gave me the price quote on what you know our client could buy it for. And how much less was the price quote eventually? Um, it was, according to. It was eight hundred dollars less expensive than he'd been quoted, and when and I his logic was well, this he, is what he said. So without you, uh, rather than interpret the the quote, and it was eighteen eight five nine. That was the, I mean, I don't, I don't ever do this, but that was the price of the vehicle. And he then shared with me that the quote he'd received was only eight hundred dollars more, and if he had to pay Gary and I the four hundred dollars. It was really only $400 better than he had done on his own. And, um, and who could, knows and, and, what could, the quote entailed that he got? Well, exactly, because it's how you leave that matters, not how you get there. When Gary or I help someone, um, we not only hold them to the quote, but we make sure that when we leave the business office, nothing has changed that should not change. When someone goes on their own to a dealership, there's no telling what might change or might not change. But essentially, he either wanted the dealership to discount the vehicle even more, or for Gary and I, who split the $400 fee in the first place, to take
2: less. I'm not sure what So, I guess the point of this is, our fee is non-negotiable. If our fee doesn't work for you, our service doesn't work for you, it's no harm, it's no foul, it's no hard feelings. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Welcome to Rodeo Ford,
1: located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place.
3: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. So in talking about what we were just talking about in, in the last segment, um, we again, in the, in the almost 10 years that, that we've been doing this, we, we set our fee structure at $400 10 years ago. We we've have, never changed it. We've never changed it. And over, pretty much everything has changed over those 10 years. The, and In fact, we used to always talk about how our, our fee was less than the dock fee or about the same as the charge the dealership charges you just to do the paperwork. But over the last 10 years, they've marked up the dock fees so high that we can't use that comparison anymore. They charge far more to just do your paperwork to get as much money out of you as they possibly can than we charge at the end of the transaction to help you save as much time and money as possible in buying a car. We are not trickable. We are not there to persuade you to buy a car. That's not what we do. We we help guide you through what can be you know, a very cumbersome difficult process where the people that you're dealing with
2: are often and I don't want to share this because it might come as a shock they're often disingenuous right. so you know yesterday, d- during the week I helped my friend's daughter and son-in-law get a car and I know the general manager of the dealership very well and, and these kids live about an hour drive from the dealership they live in paradise valley and the car dealership is in the way northwest valley and the only way to get there is to head back to the 303 off the i-17 so i told them let me do this let me plug everything in and see what we can do and see if it makes sense and they decided they wanted the top of the line vehicle in this model and they wanted to lease a car and i said listen i don't care what you want to pay I don't care what payment you're looking for, let me do the math for you and I will tell you what it is and you will then decide if it's something you want to do. Now, my my suggestion always is if you want a certain payment, you know, you can start with putting fees down or you can put nothing down, but I don't I'm not a big fan of putting f- more than the fees down on a lease. And and I'm I'm about the
3: same except maybe a few thousand because of how much it affects the payment. On a a three-year lease, $1,000 just for average impacts the payment about $30 a month. And so for some people- I don't want you to put a Here, ten down. You're not
2: buying. I'd it. rather have two grand in the bank than a, and a sixty dollar higher car payment. If the lease rate is low. If the lease rate's high. So every, there see, is. a no just said that. Well, said. And Dana understands the lease ten times better than anybody I know, and I understand it pretty well. And I call him and question him sometimes about certain things. So when I call back to the customer, I said, "Listen, with the two thousand dollars down, which is going to cover your startup fees." your monthly payment is this. And he said, well, wow, that's only $14 more than we were hoping to pay. Let me talk to my wife. So he talked to his wife and he called me back and he said, hey, do you think he could do any better? I said, well, based on how he priced the car and the fact that he's doing the lease at the buy rate, I don't think he can do any better. Most of our friends, Don't give us the second best price up front. We kind of cut right to the chase. Now, I've had instances where if a customer's on a 2020 right now and the dealership has to do something better than what we first said, I've seen them do those things. But most cars, I have not been working on 2020s. I've been on new 21s. And
3: and so... when he's referencing the 2020, it's basically how much are they going to lose, right. and, and, and that's a decision that, that they make. So, and so ultimately, if you understood what he meant by that, um, hopefully you did.
2: Yeah, so the, the, where I was going with this was... We got everything all done. We pulled the young lady's credit. She more than qualified for the lease. And what I really appreciate about the dealership is they do not roll a customer in a car until they have a green check mark next to their name that the customer's approved. They don't rewrite anyone. Well let's let's dispatch let me for finish. a second.
3: Well make sure yeah. we do. Go yeah. ahead.
2: So I go into finance and I'm sitting with the customer and actually we were walking to look at the car and the finance manager says, I'm ready. I'd looked at the young lady and said, Turn around. So we go in and the finance manager's is doing all this stuff. And Dana, what products on a 36-month lease would you ever recommend the customer buying?
3: Uh, close your eyes, Gary. What do you see?
2: The only thing that someone can possibly see value in, in my opinion, is if the car has no prepaid maintenance, no free maintenance, and you want to prepay your maintenance. However... The only manufacturer that does this with the lease is Mercedes-Benz Mercedes. where they residualize the and if you don't do the prepaid maintenance and you lease to Mercedes, you missed out. Well, so also when, the Audi
3: they give you a one percent higher residual. Keep right. going. So
2: because they want their cars taken care of. So this finance manager, this business manager who was taking care of all the paperwork, was explaining to them that the odds of you buying this lease at the end are very high. And you probably should consider buying an extended service contract right now. And I let him talk because I don't know the guy. And then he brought up the prepaid maintenance. Now, Subaru includes the first two years of maintenance. Just like Toyota. So they actually only have one year responsible for maintenance, which is really going to be one service. Now, you're not doing anything super major at 30,000 miles. It's the biggest service to that point, but it's still pretty minor. Right. So we finally got to the point where I finally looked at the young lady and I said, Marnie, let me ask you a question. If you're not comfortable in any of these things and you don't see value in any of those things and you're not sure you're going to buy a car and you're only going to have to do one service, none of these items make any sense for me to suggest that you buy them. They made sense for the finance manager, but not for her. Right. So finally, the finance guy got it through his head that they were just going to sign up at the original payment with the original down payment. Folks. You need to know what you're signing. I helped a young lady that told me all she bought was gap insurance. Well, not only did she buy gap insurance, she bought a $3,000 wrap warranty on a Kia. $3,000. That's very overpriced. And they had credit life and disability insurance on the loan. That was not overpriced, but did she need it? Right. So... They didn't know what they signed. Now, those two items were $4,000 on a 72-month loan or call it an 84-month loan, which is what they had. $60 a month probably? It's between 55 and 60 bucks a month. Now, they're going to get to cancel that, so they'll get a nice check back, but they had no idea. Now, another young lady that I helped... She had a, a 14.6% interest rate. Ouch. 75 months. She had a Jeep Renegade. And I knew she didn't understand the car business because she told me they, made, they added my car loan to the new car. Well, of course they added a car loan to the new car because you have to... Pay off the balance off on the your balance. existing loan. Now... They showed her trade value to be the same as her payoff, but the MSRP on the car was $4,000 less than the sale price on the contract. So they raised the selling price to inflate the trade allowance to not show negative equity on the contract. And she didn't understand any of it. So when she and I spoke, she begins to tell me that she's driving a Jeep Renegade. And she has five children. How do you put five kids safely? You cannot. Energy. You brand? cannot. You cannot. You have kids sitting in the in the storage compartment in in the back compartment. Not right. So I called a buddy of mine, David Garcia, and we tried to put a deal together on a Ford Explorer, based on the fact that the Ford Explorer doesn't have real rebates right now in the twenty twenty ones. We couldn't get her out. So once again, I think of my good buddy Bill Brixey at Riverview Nissan. Great guy. So. I called Bill and we did this and we did that. Now, when you finance a car and you don't have extra money laying around, I always suggest to people buy a service contract that covers you the entire time of the loan. So I explained to this young lady, and I don't ever do this. You're going to have to finance a car for 84 months.
3: Never Almost never, if you heard what he said... Do I suggest that? And and I am the exact same way. You could count on a hand the 84-month loans that occurred, and it could be like on an $80,000 truck maybe, but as a general rule, the dealer's trying to stretch the term.
2: We want to never stretch the term ever. So, the 84 months was only nine months more than the 75 months that she originally signed up on. On the first vehicle. On the first vehicle. So we sat down and I explained to her, hey, you're going to have the following products because you can't do this loan without gap insurance. The premium on an 84-month loan is more than a 72-month loan for gap. Because
3: you've got more time and that's how it works.
2: So we did a seven-year, 70,000-mile or seven or eighty thousand mile, whatever it was, but it was longer than perfect. it was the longest the term, and more miles than she 's going to drive perfect. We included the first year 's worth of maintenance now, when I say included, he put it in there at his cost, and I like for people to service their cars at the dealership. so at the end of the day, the interest rate was one third not, what not fourteen point five anymore. <laughs> Actually, it went from 14.64 to 4.25. Great. So she got approved through a credit union at 4.25 for 84 months, put no money down, went from a Jeep Renegade to a third row seat, brand new 2020 Pathfinder, and her payment went up $34 a month. Wow. She still thought she sent me a text in the morning thinking that she was dreaming that this really happened and she sent me a picture of the five kids, her future daughter-in-law and the three dogs standing in front of the Pathfinder and they all fit with safety belts. And and here's what it is and it's very simple. It's all about relationships. Now she works for a friend of mine and I wasn't there when she bought the car. There's a lot of times that people will call Dana and I after the fact, and it's like we've said before, you know, after the horses are out of the barn, there's not a lot that can be done. But remember, it's really simple. You can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We're here to help you. We are not selling you anything. And at the end of the day, you know, as we talked about, if, if you don't feel our fee is worthy of our time, your time, we didn't save you enough uh, after paying the fee, it's better, it's better to just move along than to ask us to discount our fee. We're not discount lawyers, Uh, we're we're here to help you. We're not selling you anything. Our goal is to get you the best price on a car, most competitive interest rate if you're financing a vehicle, the lowest price price on a quality service contract, any other products that you might see value in. Now, some of the dealerships, you know, if you have 20-inch wheels and 20-inch tires and you can buy a wheel and tire protectant package, that covers you for scraping the wheels, breaking the wheels, blowing out tires. You got to be careful on the wording, Gary, as you know. But it's all about the value. It's about the dollars that you pay for it. So I was laughing when I sat with this gentleman buying the the, the Ram pickup truck the other day. The, the finance guy turned around and said, Gary, here's my cost on everything. Anything he wants is a dollar over it. Okay. Those are the kind of things that we do to help our clients buy vehicles. Uh... I'm not. I don't think I've ever helped anybody buy paintless dent repair. I don't buy the wheel and tire in a BMW dealership because they try to charge $1,800 for it. At $1,800 bucks, you roll the dice. You self-insure yourself for your wheels and tires. We're Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Very special thanks to Bill Brixey at Larry Miller Nissan in Mesa. Uh, Truly understands, and this is what it is when I say truly understands. These guys understand what it is that we do for our clients. We're here to help you, we're not selling anything, we're your car insiders, we work for you.